Welcome to me again. Week 13, The Flow State. And it was a really freaking good week, y'all. I had some fun times at work, got a better relationship with whiskey, and I got ready for Christmas. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again. It's a brand new week, and it started off a lot better than last time, because I actually just spent a full day with my family. In fact, we moved a load of BS to recording tomorrow because Blake got D&D drunk, so he went. (laughs) I don't know how the boy gets drunk because he DMs the game. I don't know how by the end he's like... There's a Kraken attacks you for five points of damage. I, I don't know how he does it. Um, also, he, anytime I hear about Blake getting drunk, it makes me a little bit feel better about last week where I got kind of drunk twice. And then I'm like, well, I, I'm not as bad as Blake. But then I just feel like I should talk to Blake about some of his issues. But yeah, I had a really fun day. I just spent a lot of time with the family, a lot of time uh, annoying CJ, which is my favorite thing on the planet. And yeah, it was great. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I am grateful for going out and shopping with my family. It's not like we went to like, anywhere big, like a mall, but we went to Target to go get Ripley baby food after I drunkenly forgot to get baby food last night. So we went there, and we hung out in Target. It wasn't, I didn't get to enjoy it in the moment, but looking back on it, it was a really great time of, like, walking Ripley around in her little baby Bjorn, and looking at all the different coffees, picking out which coffee I wanted, looking at all the different toys they have out, and Y'all, Target got a great selection of board games, so you know your boy was looking at all of those. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because, like, we as a family didn't go out a lot when I was a kid. Like, at least that I can remember. The majority of what I remember is hanging out with my grandparents, then getting picked up by my parents, going home, and that being it. Like, my dad, when he got home from work, would be like, I'm not going back out for the rest of the day. I'm not. And so I I really enjoy those moments where we do get to just go out as a family and spend time not cooped up in a house. I feel like I get a little bit cabin fever. So going out and shopping, whether that be small chain shopping like at Target or Walmart or even bigger shopping at a mall, which hopefully I'm going to get to do next Sunday. I don't know yet. Me Me and Emily are trying to plan a date, but it is also like a few days before Christmas. So I don't know if it'll work out exactly. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it was the most perfect way I think I've ever annoyed CJ. Because earlier, the boy loves pulling what he says is pranks. And what a prank is in his mind is walking up to me and shooting me with a Nerf gun. (laughs) So earlier today, he pulled that on me. And then he left the Nerf bullet behind. I said, well, if you don't want it, I'm going to throw it away. And while he was in the other room, I pulled off the little sprayer from the sink, had that cleverly hid under one arm. And then when he came in to get the dart, just sprayed him. And he was like, no, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, you pranked me. So I pranked you back. Eye for an eye. But that's not the best way I got him today. The best way was I opened Spotify, and on my phone, I've got Spotify Premium, which means I have it connected to my Alexa, so I can 
in any room in the house just randomly start playing music. So me and Emily were chilling in the bedroom. We had taken a nap. And I just started playing Thriller in the living room. <laughs> and he was like... I, w- I was trying to scare him. Because the beginning of the, th- the Thriller has that creaky noise and stuff like that. And then I played uh, Bray Wyatt from WWE. I played his theme that's equally creepy. But instead of getting like scared, he was just like, Alexa, stop! Alexa, don't! <laughs> Please stop! And so that continued for a few... And then he started running around the house to try to escape it. So then I hit the button that let me play it on every Alexa in the house so he couldn't escape it. And then he, I just started doing the John Mulaney bit from the Salt and Pepper Diner. I just played What's New Pussycat constantly. And when he would finally say, Alexa, stop, and she would stop, I would give him like five seconds of respite. And then, What's New Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And the poor boy was freaked out. I felt... And unfortunately, that did lead into what I did today. That was not awesome. And that is, I did not take the disciplinary role that I should have. Or at least I didn't take it in time. Because he came in the room after a bunch of What's New Pussycats and said, Scotty, Alexa said what the f*** to me. And just dropped the F-bomb. Not even in an angry, like, screaming way. Just casually said it. And it, like, it took me aback. Because, like, did he just say the F-word? And we've had issues with him saying it in the past. Like, only one real issue. In fact, I, I believe the issue was he said, Mama, do I look like a house? Which was a buckwild question to ask. And his mama goes, no, you look like your dad. And he goes, ah, and then drops it. And I was like, oh, okay. And that one just made me laugh. But this time I was just like, yo, dude, don't swear. And so I'm like, I'm just saying, hey, you don't say that. And then he's giggling. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) you can't giggle. You can't say these bad words, which I felt, I felt like I couldn't be the one to do this because a cursory Google of me will find me dropping the F-bomb within probably 10 seconds. So I'm like, I'm gonna wait for his mama to get out of the bathroom and let her take care of it. And uh, she comes in. I said, he said a bad word. What did you say? Then he just says it again. And I'm like, say the F word. Don't say anything. And so then she took disciplinary action. But it wasn't done in a disciplinary way. It was almost like joking with him, like back and forth and not really showing him that, hey, you just did something bad. And because of that, for the rest of the night, I kind of got a little unnerved. Like, because I was like, yo, that's not gonna work. You're not taking the proper disciplinary actions. And I always try to ease back when it comes to disciplining CJ because I'm like, I'm the stepdad. I've not been with him for like the first five years of his life. So I don't know where to approach this from. But mm -mm. Uh, once we got, we got to Target and she, the thing that sent me over the edge, we got to Target and she goes, okay, well, CJ has $20 from his birthday. He's gonna get something from Target. He's gonna get a toy. And I'm like, no, 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 he, he said the F word, which I know I shouldn't be the one to say this, but he shouldn't be saying that at his age. And she's like, yeah, but I already told him he's going to get it and I can't. And I'm like, 
Okay, so we let him get the toy, but anything for the rest of the night that he did slightly wrong, like, he, he's really bad about making up stories and lying, and so for the rest of the night, I am not about that. Like, if my, my mama raised many things, but she did not raise a liar, and so for the rest of the night, anytime you drop something like that, I'm like, what do we not do in this house? Lie. What did you just do? Lie. Exactly. So you're not going to watch the videos you want to watch on YouTube and stuff like that. So... I felt like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I should have stepped in earlier, but I didn't. And for that, I don't know, issues arose. I think even Emily at some point felt like not good about the path she took with disciplining him. And so, I, I don't know, I feel like I need to step up. Because it sucks, because as much as I do want to be, hey, cool stepdad, I also am the one with who can have the deep, booming voice. And I feel like what I say will provide a little more chutzpah to it than Emily being like, CJ, you need to say please and thank you, and you need to ask. You don't just take something. Which, by the way, he tried to just take the remote out of my hands and said, gimme. And I was like, the voice went four octaves deeper. I was like, young man, you do not do that. I almost turned into Nick Offerman. I was like, this is an absolute outrage. How dare you? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I need, it sucks having to be the disciplinarian, but I feel like that's what I'm going to have to be. I hope that's not how I am with Ripley, because that's my girl. I don't know if I could take that role with her. It will hurt me physically and emotionally. Um, now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And what I did today to help myself is I actually ate like a normal human being. I didn't like fast for five hours and then eat seven pounds of Taco Bell. I woke up, I made a protein shake, we actually found some protein powder I like, which is some muscle milk, which, I like muscle milk when you buy it, like, in the package, and it didn't surprise me that I liked it as a powder, so, woke up, made that in a shaker, had that, then I made a Nutella strawberry wrap, which I know it was covered in Nutella, so not particularly healthy, but it's more healthy than what I had been eating, and yeah, I don't know, I felt better, I felt more energized the whole day, because I had food in me. Big surprise. Big surprise that having food and fuel in your body keeps you going. But yeah, and I hope I can keep that going for the rest. Because I mean, like I talked about a few weeks ago, I've reached a point where I don't know what I eat. Like I, Emily asked me, I told Emily, like, we don't have any of the house thing in the house that I eat. And she goes, well, why don't you tell me? And I said, because I don't know. And she goes, dude, seriously? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's a big issue. So I just sat down and actually went back in like my fitness pal back to when I did eat healthy and be like, what did I eat? Oh yeah. I had a bunch of fresh fruit and I had, um, sometimes I would have like spicy chicken sandwiches from, um, from Wendy's and, uh, protein shakes all the time. Your boy would in cap the day at like, 50% protein going into my body. It almost became a running competition at some point to see just how much protein I could eat. Um, so I took all of that and then found the stuff that I would eat now and hadn't literally just killed my palate on. Like, grilled chicken breast is fine. It's great when it's cooked properly. Can't do it. I can't do it. I ruined grilled chicken breast for myself from all of the years in college of just trying to get jicked. And so, yeah, I ended up 
getting a bunch of really good stuff from Walmart that will hopefully allow me to eat at the house and not have to door dash from Dairy Queen or Popeyes every single day. So that is what I did today to help myself. It's the beginning of a brand new week. Christmas is 10 days away and I don't want to get hyped because I, like I've said before, I literally cried last Christmas. So I don't want to like jinx myself on this, but I've got a feeling this Christmas is going to be amazing. And oh man, it's not going to be now that I said that. Dang it. (laughs) Dang it. I ruined it. I already jinxed myself. Well, I'm at home. I'm going to go inside and probably make another Nutella wrap because that thing was good. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. I'm in a real goofy mood and I swear I'm not drunk. I have not ingested a lot of alcohol. I have ingested a lot of something else, but we'll get into that later because I had a, I don't know, I don't want to say it was an unremarkable day because I had a fun day with Ripley and then Emily brought Ripley to work and me and her played and she stared at herself in a mirror and kept giggling at her own reflection. It was amazing. It was the first day Uh, Other than last weekend where I had to stay till 10. And let me tell you something. There's a difference between extended hours on a weekend and a weekday. Because there was just nobody there. It was ridiculous. Um, And then this morning was pretty normal. I've yet to implement. I might wait till next year to implement that routine I told you guys about a couple. Might have been last week where I said I was going to wake up, walk Ripley around the lake and work out. I realized... Taking Ripley to the lake during winter is probably a bad decision because it's very cold. So otherwise, me and Ripley just kind of hung out for a few. We watched The Mandalorian. We watched, which by the way, hadn't seen The Mandalorian yet. Watch the first episode. It's really dope and I really, really like it. I didn't realize Taika Waititi was in it, but he is and I love that man to death. Uh, We did that, watched a few Netflix specials. I got in a good nap. A good 30-minute nap. And also, if any of you out there are still having, like, freaky, horrifying, terrible nightmares, just know it gets a lot more boring when you're grown up. Because I had a nightmare, and the nightmare was I poured a glass of whiskey, and I saw that bugs were floating in it. So I tried to strain it out, and the bugs were still in the whiskey after I strained it. And that was the entire nightmare. And when I woke up, I had to go to the bathroom, and when I came back out, I was like, I've got to do, I've got to go get a a funnel or something to get these ding-dang bugs out of my whiskey. (laughs) So, it was a very interesting day. The time with Ripley was fun, the time at work, and not so much. So... Firstly, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for an awesome Netflix special I watched, which is Jack Whitehall's Christmas with My Father. And it is the most adorable thing on the planet because Jack is a genuinely, like, hilarious human being. But when he's around his dad, he just kind of becomes, like, this adorable little furball. And I love him to death. And he brought in the Queer Eye guys, which you know your boy loved. It was great. Um, he talked about, uh, Christmases with his dad and his, it was kind of looking into my future cause his dad makes a lot of inappropriate jokes and I'm like, that's gonna be me. That's me right there. And it was just a really lovely way to start the day. I'm liking watching these Christmas specials, whether that be like Noel or this one, something to get me into the spirit of the season. It's, it's a really 
it's a really important thing because I feel like if you don't, if you just let Christmas happen, it's just, you're not going to get into the spirit. I mean, as a kid, you're in the spirit automatically because you have like school and everything reminding you it's Christmas. Whereas in real life, you're just kind of like, oh, they're playing, they're playing Wham's Last Christmas. And oh man, I lost Wham again the other day, by the way. I didn't tell you guys about it because it was the day I got really drunk, but I lost Whamageddon at work, and it made me so mad. I was like, because I was, I, I didn't think I could win Whamageddon because I work in retail. But the thing about Whamageddon, which, by the way, if you don't know, it is to try to get all the way through Christmas without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. We, if it if it's a cover, it doesn't count. And we play covers of Last Christmas, not the actual song. So I thought I was good. And then... They just decided to switch it up and play the Wham! version, and I was like, no, I lost! So, I have no idea why I went off on that tangent. I've had a very weird day. Anyways, what did I do today that's awesome? And I did two things. One of them I actually did last night. And uh, the thing I did that was awesome for number one, I bought my co-host for Opposite Attractions, Jim. I bought his Christmas present. And it is nothing but inside jokes. It's like a seven-disc copy of the Fast and the Furious movies. It's Guy Fieri barbecue sauce. It's... I don't know if he's gonna utilize it all, but it's enough to get me a good laugh. So, it may not have been enough for him, but it was enough for me to have a good time. So, that's one thing I did that was awesome. The second one is I taught Larry the Cable Guy about vaping. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing! like tweeted out I have a serious question about vaping and he normally posts jokes and I was like is this about to be a vape joke no he just wanted to know why like you can't vape out in public like why there's no vape lounges like there are smoke lounges and I just replied to it like well Larry it's just the government has a lot of big tobacco lobbyists and so therefore Vaping is seen as a threat by them, so they're trying to kill vaping while it's still somewhat in the crib. And he goes, oh, okay, awesome. And then he starts riffing at me about the time that I watched Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector seven days in a row. It was a little over a year ago, and he just starts making jokes at me about it. And that was the moment I sent it to Blake, and Blake goes, How does Larry know about this? And I go, I don't know, Blake. All I know is that Larry, (laughs) Larry knows that we did this dumb thing. And he goes, well, that's not good. So me and Larry, the cable guy, just joked back and forth about his dumb movie today. It was a really, really good time. So that is what I did that was awesome. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And you know, sometimes on this show, uh, my thing that's not awesome that I did is something I did on accident or something that I I didn't mean to do. Today's was a purely conscious effort as I was doing it. I was like, this is going to be what I did that's bad today. I'm just, I'm going to let you guys know because as I stated, I think it was either last week or the week before, our Pizza Hut is reopening and it reopened a two-day. And so my dad was like, you want to go out to eat tomorrow? And I went, oh, yeah, he wants to go to Pizza Hut. Sure, we can do that. But as I got off work, the the siren call of the Pizza Hut called to me, and I may or may not have purchased and consumed an entire large Pizza Hut thin crust pepperoni. I 
don't feel bad about it either. I feel no shame. I feel like Thanos where he's just, you ruined my life. You killed my family. I don't remember them. That's me right now. I'm like, I don't remember the pizza. I just remember the pleasure that came after the pizza. And I know for a fact I'm going to wake up with a heartburn, but God, guys, that is my, it might be my favorite food to consume of all time. It, it, I love to death a Pizza Hut thin crust pepperoni, and I hadn't been able to get it because our Pizza Hut burned down. But not today. Today the Pizza Hut returned, and um, we actually had points on the app to get a free large one-topping pizza, and I did, and I ate it all. And I don't know why I'm turning into Stone Cold Steve Austin now. I'm like, went to the Pizza Hut? What? The place of the pizza, what? With a pizza thin crust, what? Pepperoni, what? Cheese, what? Double cheese? I don't know why. I'm, I told you guys, I'm in a weird mood because I'm on a pizza high. I'm riding the pizza high right now. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And like I said, work was very, very rough today. In fact, there were numerous times where I was like, I could just go quit. I'm sure I could talk to one of my podcast buddies and see if they've got a job or something. And I was I was very close to quitting. And instead of letting the anxiety keep taking me over, I instead just went to the bathroom and had me a nice little anxiety break in the bathroom. It was very nice. I just kind of laid there for a few. Like, what happens is if I have to take the anxiety break, I go into the bathroom... I spend a few minutes on the toilet in case anything wants to happen there. Usually it doesn't. And then I just lay on the floor and stare at the ceiling for a while. And that's what I did today. And it ended up making me feel a little bit better. Seeing Ripley made me feel a whole lot better. And yeah, it was a day that I needed as many breaks in to help myself as much as possible. And I did. And luckily the day didn't turn out like complete garbage, even though we had to move a load of BS. I, I hate pro, like moving stuff forward, but it, it was important because Birmingham is getting hit by tornadoes right now. And Blake was like, I'm in the middle of the tornado zone, so maybe we don't tonight. Maybe you just let me worry about my tornado business. But he's been keeping me updated. I was really scared for a minute there of just being like, I, I don't want to lose my buddy. That's my best friend. I love him. And so we moved that forward because I didn't want Blake to die and get swept away in a hurricane and go to Oz. So that's how my day went. Sorry if I rambled a lot. Sorry if I sound drunk. But like I said, pizza drunk. It's a real thing. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I can't wait to get into that bed and just pass out. And I will see you guys tomorrow. hate my memory. I really do, because I genuinely forgot how good of a day I had had until a few minutes ago, because I know a bunch of really, really cool stuff happened, but it's just like, I can't recollect it, uh, recollect it right now that well. It's also because it's very late at night, because I stayed up working on the website instead of going home like an absolute dingus. But yeah, it was a really, really fun day. I got a lot of work on the next episode of Deviant done. I ended up writing the following episode, which is going to be really exciting. And then I got an awesome gift, uh, edited even more stuff, went to work, 
and then recorded an awesome episode of a podcast. So yeah, it was an exciting day, and I'm going to tell you all about it as we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I am grateful for my secret Santa, whoever you may be. I have inklings of who I think it is on Diz Twitter, but... Today, I finally got in my uh, present from the Diz Twitter gift exchange. I told you guys about it, I think it was either last week or the week before that, and it was awesome. So I actually did a video of me unboxing it. I'm probably going to tweet it out tomorrow, and essentially, I got... It, it was so weird, because I was like, I'm not that big on Diz Twitter. Not many people know me. I'm probably going to get, like a mug with Mickey Mouse on it or something like that. Probably nothing very personalized. And they sent two presents, which was already awesome. And I opened the first one, and it was a set of whiskey stones, which you can use to chill your whiskey without diluting it. It's really awesome. And that was great. And that was the moment, if you watch the video, I go like, oh, wait, this person knows me. They know what I like. They got me whiskey stones. And then... I held up the other package, and that's when I was nervous, because it was the bigger part, the bigger present, and I went, if they know what what I'm like and what I am, this could be any series of ridiculous stuff, but it wasn't. It was actually this lovely pint glass, like a legit glass pint glass, with a metal Slytherin logo on the side of it, so that's when I was like, oh my god, they know me so well, they gave me a Slytherin cup that I've already put to use quite a bit today. Drank a lot of water and Sprite and everything out of it. Haven't used the whiskey stones yet, so I don't know. It was such a great feeling because I'm a tough person to buy presents for because, you know, my interests change and from back to back, and even if you do try to go within those interests, there are specific things that I stray away from and stuff like that, so I'm very tough to buy for. That's why, like, every Christmas, I straight up look at my family like, get me this don't go for anything else. And so, yeah, they they nailed it. They nailed it out of the park, and I'm super grateful for them tonight. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's, I don't know, it feels weird because it's something I do every week, but I recorded a two-hour podcast tonight just celebrating the great year pro wrestling had. So it was actually the second annual, we named them the Golden Boy Awards, the Golden Boys, and we gave out, and we ended up talking ad nauseum, like, about 30 different awesome things in wrestling this year. Like, we had 10 10 topics, like Wrestler of the Year, um, Theme Song of the Year, and stuff, and even though I was like, hey guys, we need to keep these short, and I thought we did, we still ended up talking for two hours, because guys, pro wrestling had such a great year this year. I mean, like, I've already talked a lot about AEW, the NWA, which was a huge company in the 80s, came back, and they're doing great stuff. Impact Wrestling, a company that people used to write off as a joke company, have come back and have made, like, great strides and made a lot of really good stuff. That person just ran a red light. That's cool, I guess. Um, Sorry, I got a little bit distracted there. Um, But yeah, pro wrestling, they've had such a great year, such a resurgence. And even though WWE hasn't been the best, everybody else have been stepping up their A game this year. And it makes me so happy 
So that is what I did today that's awesome, is recorded a super long podcast about something that I can talk about ad nauseum. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And it's the fact that I spiraled. Because on Sunday, hopefully me and Emily are going to go on a date. We talked about this. And so today I said, what do you want to do? And she said, well, I thought you wanted to go see a movie. And I said, yeah, yeah, I want to go see the new Jumanji film. I want to go see The Rock's latest cinematic masterpiece. And she goes, okay. And then that's when I said, where do you want to go? Because like it's it's been, what, two months, I think, since me and her really went anywhere. I think it was that trip right before Halloween that we went to anywhere and had, like, a really good date. And fun fact... I'm not a big fan of the city I live in. I got very spoiled when I moved to Orlando, Florida, and Birmingham, Alabama, and all of these big cities. It left me a bit spoiled. So anytime we try to go on a big date, I try to go to Atlanta or Birmingham or maybe even up to uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Like, we go to a lot of big places. And I know Emily is not the biggest fan of that sometimes just because she doesn't like riding in the car as much as I do. Because, I mean, we've talked about it before. I love riding in cars. And so I said, where do you want to go? And she sent Oxford, which is, you know, the city we live in. And that was a moment where I got very depressed because I was like, no, I cannot stay in this city. Our movie theater is like one of the worst I've ever been to. Please don't make me do this. And But instead of complaining, I just sent back, Okay, and I could feel the depression depression setting in. I was very sad already, and so me and her talked back and forth about it for a few, and then eventually I just said, like, hey, I really don't want to be in this town. I'd like to go somewhere else. She goes, yeah, but I don't want to leave this town, and it was just us going back and forth about a very big fundamental disagreement in me and her about how we see our dates. Whereas she wants to treat it like a very easy day of relaxation, whereas she describes what I try to do as a mini vacation and trying to cram a lot of stuff in. That's not what I think. I usually just want to go see a movie and eat and then maybe walk around a mall, but she's entitled to her opinion. And I don't know, I just ended up getting really, really depressed because of it and then getting more depressed because I'm like, no, I shouldn't let this affect me. It's it's her opinion. That's fine. And it just kept spiraling deeper and deeper until I had to go take a quick anxiety break in the bathroom just because I was like, I really wanted to go to Atlanta or Birmingham and go see Dwayne's Good Good Jungle movie. But I I don't know. It was also because she was tired, so it wasn't easy to talk to her at that point because she wakes up at 4 in the morning. She is always exhausted, and so I I understand that, but also I like like going places. So hopefully me and her tomorrow are going to be able to talk and work something out. And you guys will hear about that in, like, what, five minutes whenever whenever this section's done. You guys are kind of like time travelers, I've realized. Whereas for me, I have to wait a whole, what, like 10 hours to find out about this. You guys just have to wait a few minutes. Um, Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it's the dumbest thing, but like I've talked about, we are in extended hours for Christmas at work, which is fine on a weekend, but on a weekday, ain't nobody gonna pull up in there at 10 o'clock at night trying to shop. 
So you've got to keep ways, find ways to keep yourself busy because otherwise you end up like I did yesterday, just very anxious and very wanting to quit your job. And I kept myself busy today doing math because I'm a nerd. (laughs) That's the thing, man. I don't know why people hate math. It's just puzzle solving. It's like solving a really fun puzzle. And so I sat there at work and um, I basically, here was the problem I was trying to work out. If a, um, if a barrel that holds, what was it, 220 li- liters of alcohol is aged for five years, it makes good whiskey. If mine that holds two liters is aged for like five weeks, it gives me good whiskey. And so then I just started to figure, try to figure out a formula to see like the ratio between uh, surface area that your liquor comes into contact with the barrel versus like the aging process and how long you need to age things. Guys, it was a lot. I did a lot of work and I like calculated like circumferences and area of area of diameter and stuff like that it was insanity in that place I, and I was doing it all on receipt paper so I looked like a madman with just all these receipt paper strewn around with different manic scrawlings on it and then by the end of it all <laughs> I ended up finding a uh, a spreadsheet online that had Literally every bit of information I was looking for, it sucked. I was like, no, no, after all my work, my papers, what was it all for? It was for nothing. But then I looked up at the clock and realized like 45 minutes had passed. And I got, I mean, I just got into a flow state, you know, a flow state of creativity. And like I've said before, when I'm in that flow state, I'll look down, look back up in an hour will have passed. And That's how I helped myself today. It helped me get through the night was just going into that flow state and and making something, even if it was just a bunch of manic scrawling on paper. And that is, uh, I feel like that's probably what I'm going to have to do to get through Christmas is bring like a sketch pad or something and each night like either draw something or try to make a formula for whiskey barrel size to aging ratios and stuff like that. I don't know. But uh, for now, I'm going to go inside because, like I said, it's super late. And I, I just, I'm so tired, y'all. So I guess I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had a really freaking good day. I mean, part of me feels bad because, like, this show's all about, like, don't don't let random chance give you a good day, you know? Like, let the fact that you meditate daily and let the fact that you do all of these things for your mental health, let that be the reason you have a good day. Don't, don't, don't just wait for random chance to make it happen. And I'll be honest, I didn't do a lot today to make it a good day. I didn't do a lot of stuff to really help myself, I guess, um... But it still ended up really good. I mean, there are a few reasons that we'll talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. But also, like, you know, yesterday we were talking about me and Emily's date and wondering if it's going to work. What are we going to do? Will it work out? And today she was much more well-rested, felt a lot better. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I understand that. Uh, can we just be back early? And I'm like, when do you need to be back? She goes, eight. Oh, we can do eight, especially if we go to Atlanta, because in Atlanta we could stay till 7.30 and be back at eight technically because of the time zone change. 
And then we started trying to figure out what we want to do. We want to go to the botanical gardens and see the uh, see the Christmas lights they have set up. We want to go to our favorite restaurant, Rira. It's going to be a really fun day, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but also some other really good things happened that we're going to get into when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? I am grateful for the several victories that I got to see tonight. (laughs) Because, of course, I watched All Elite Wrestling and got to see a lot of my favorite wrestlers go over and win. I actually tuned in to NXT, which is the other wrestling show that's on on Wednesdays, and saw Rhea Ripley, the woman who that we literally named our baby after because she is such a badass representation of women and we wanted to name our baby after badass women. We didn't want it to be like, oh, we'll name her Belle after the gentle princess. We're like, no, we're going to name her after badass pro wrestlers and also the woman from Alien. So that's where Ripley comes from, if anybody's wondering. And Ripley won the NXT Women's Championship, defeating someone who has had the title for over a year. The most dominant champion champion they've ever had was dethroned tonight by Rhea Ripley, and that was great to see. So that was two great victories. Oh, there was also another... I don't want to call it a victory, because then I'm going to feel like the showboating Democrat, but I am, because the boy got impeached. <laughs> Y'all, I know... I know, if anyone out there is a Republican, and I understand, if you're a Trump supporter, I kind of don't understand, but at the same time, I I respect your choices and what you believe, but at the same time, people have gotten really radicalized lately, like ever since he got elected, and it happened a little bit before that as well, but at the same time, it's just become so radicalized in our country, and he's so good at fear-mongering that hearing him get impeached and I I know the Senate thing he's probably not going to be removed from office he's just going to always have that asterisk of impeached next to his name but at the same time y'all like it was just a good feeling to see the nation come together and at least stand up and do something do something and impeach him and like I've said before I don't want to get into too much politics talk but it made me too happy to not bring up The fact that, A, I got to see an impeachment in my lifetime. It's only happened three times, and (laughs) I got to be alive for one of them. And I I watched it live. Like, it it was a real electric feeling of watching the numbers go up and go down and wondering where they were going to land. And it landed on impeachment. And I got really, really excited. So, sorry, Trump supporters, but let's get into what I did today that's awesome to ignore that. And this is actually the first thing that made my day awesome is the fact that I woke up and I got a newsletter, the newsletter from Podcast Movement. I've talked about them before on the show. I love them. They're a great conference. I went back in August and it absolutely blew me away. And uh, this is a thing that I teased a week or so back, but uh, your boy is going to be speaking at Podcast Movement Evolutions. So, uh, for those of you out there who are like, I don't know if Scotty's going to keep this going. Is he going to keep doing all these live shows next year? It's not a live show, but instead it's essentially me giving... Okay, let me just break it down for you today. I want... Podcasting is a niche market, and many people are still using traditional marketing means. 
but we're on a cusp right now. We're on a cusp where things need to change, and especially in the way we market through social media, which is why I am going to do a talk at Podcast Movement Evolutions about how to improve your social media game through the lens of professional wrestling because I just can't escape it. And I'm really excited about it. I still have to make like my slideshow and everything, but I've got the general idea of what I want to talk about and all that. It's called Wrestling with Social Media, which I thought was very appropriate. And I'm really excited. I've never done anything like this before. Like at the end of the day, if I go up to do like a live show of Fight Boys or a load of and things start to go wrong, I can make a joke and move on. This is a thing where I have to be legitimately proving my knowledge and testing. I am testing myself before the audience, and I am super nervous about it, but I am also very, very excited. So that's one thing I did that's awesome, and also planning that date with Emily was pretty daggum awesome as well. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And I'll be honest, I don't know if it's because I had a good day, But I really couldn't think of anything I did that wasn't awesome today. It was just a really great day all around. But also, as I was sitting there thinking about that, I said, it's not a good thing to... It's it's, This section is essentially me putting my ego to the test. That way my ego doesn't grow out of hand, as it is wont to do. And so I feel like the only thing I really did that wasn't awesome today is I laid around a lot. Like, I feel like to keep energy going in your body, you need to kind of expend the energy. That way your body doesn't think it's going to sleep. And I didn't do that. I barely got up and walked around at all today other than to, like, change Ripley and make her bottles and stuff like that. So instead of doing all of that, I just sat down on the couch for the majority of the day and became a real couch potato. And I I ain't mad at it. Like, it was a good day. It was a good break day. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in the future, I will probably need a day that's just like a vacation day or a me day. And it was good for a me day, but I can't let it keep happening because I've had a lot of quote unquote me days in the past few weeks. And it's not it's not going to improve me to keep that going. It's fun to have one like every month or so, but I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about it. It was fine in the moment and I've yet to see any like negative outcomes, but at the same time, it's not improving me. It's letting me just stagnate. So I didn't like that. And now finally, how did I help myself today? And it was a very dumb, dumb way to help myself, but I finally started a TV show that literally everybody on the planet tells me I should watch. They are shocked when they find out I do not watch this show. And it is Community. And I know Community got canceled like a very long time ago, and I know there's only like five seasons. But after watching, I think I watched like eight episodes today. No, I get it. now, Now I see why everybody's shocked when I haven't seen it, because... No, that show is me. That's It's like the perfect brand of like genuine emotion and then weird humor and then also sarcasm. And it's this perfect blend that I'm like, oh yeah, no, 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 I get it. It's a, it's a great show. And it's got characters I can connect to. See, that's my thing. A lot of people are like, why don't you watch like Walking Dead or Lost or uh, Game of Thrones? I'm like, I, I just don't connect to any of the characters. Like none of them appeal to me. And I don't care about plot. Plot, Plot's whatever. You can take 
the the crappiest plot and have awesome characters do it and you'll be fine in my book. I'll love it. Like that's why I loved Supernatural. I connected to Dean and Cass and Sam and I I felt for them. And that's why Supernatural can get away with having some pretty crappy season arcs. But yeah, and I feel the same thing with community is I really connect to these characters and I really want to be part of this world and kind of replicate them. So yeah, that's how I helped myself today was finding a new show that I think I can binge over the next probably two months, hopefully. I don't know how long it will take me to get through it, but that's what I did today. It was a really fantastic day. The orange man got impeached. And I will, uh, I'm going to go inside and celebrate. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And I had the most exhausting day of all time. And I'll explain why I was exhausted later, which means that you know it was something pretty bad if it made its way into the four pillars. Um, but other than that, it was kind of a normal day. Did a lot of work, went to work, did less work, came home, recorded, and then instead of going home, ended up working for three extra hours on stuff that didn't need to be completed for, like, months. But still, I, it was something I felt like I needed, and I will get into that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And I kind of struggled with this one, but I realized all the things I wanted to bring today could be summed up as easily accessible food. (laughs) Because, like, you guys know I work constantly. Like, I'm working every hour of every day, then I just take quick breaks, and I'd love to be able to cook. I'd love to be able to sit down and make, like, a nice spaghetti Which, by the way, that shows how much a grown-up I am, is the fact that instead of being like, a chicken parmesan, or perhaps veal, I was like, I could make sketty. But instead, uh, it's kind of hard for me to get in a place where I have enough time to cook, or make anything. So, having easily accessible food, like, I was going to bring just cereal, because I'm about to go home and eat, and I know I'm not going to have time to cook anything substantial, but I do know I've got a big bag of Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows, which is the best thing on the planet, and I'm just going to pour me a big bowl of that, and I'll be set, because it's still kind of a meal, I guess. It's got all your fa- all your major food groups. It's got fruit. It's got dairy. It's got pebbles. It's got marshmallows. You know, everything we need. So that's one thing. And then also vending machines. Like when I go to work and forget to bring a protein shake or something, I've always got that vending machine to go to. And it might not be the healthiest stuff. I may have had a double-decker oatmeal cream pie today, but it was amazing and I don't care. And it was easily accessible and I got it in an instant. And it was instant gratification food. And I know instant gratification isn't always the best thing, but on days like this where I'm starving and just exhausted, it's what I needed. Now, secondly, what did I do today that is awesome? And that is the fact that I finally started work on the JWF uh, actual, like, audio drama. So, for those of you who don't know, which if you listen to this show, how do you not know? JWF is the audio drama portion of Fight Boys. Well, in April, it's gonna stop being part of Fight Boys and instead become its own brand new show 
on the BS Network. So today I sat down, I made our uh, opening vignette, like the opening, not trailer, theme song. The theme song section for the for the uh, episodes, I ended up making the logo, which ended up looking really dope. JWF has always been a struggle because sometimes like BS was a struggle too because I can't find a way to make a B and an S link up in a pleasing way. Like I've done stuff like Celtic knots and right now we've got something that's kind of like more runic, like some old school Norse runes, but it's hard to connect J, W, and F and make it look appealing. Like WWF was easy. It was just two W's and then one of the W's had an F at the end of it. That was very easy for them to make. Their current logo, very easy. It's just a big ass W. And I don't know, it was hard to do that for JWF. And so I finally just went, just put the letters JWF and kind of see what inspires you from there. And I didn't want to be inspired by another wrestling company because then it just looked like we're ripping them off, which we've already done that enough. And so instead I realized like GCW, they kind of like being like joined the revolution and their logo kind of has this Russian propaganda feel. And I went, what kind of feel do I want for JWF? Well, it is kind of like you walked into a whiskey distillery and some dudes started fighting. So I made it look like a whiskey distillery logo and even put in the background like this hint of brown like uh, squigglies that make it look like it's on an old oak barrel. And it looked really, really cool, and I'm excited I did it. So that is what I did today that's awesome, is I got ready for my for the next BS Network podcast, which I cannot wait for it to come out, because it's going to be a lot, but it's going to be a lot of good. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And this is, this is another one of those Scotty tried to do something good, and it ended up backfiring kind of things. Because Ripley is now six months old, and at six months, they kind of get adjusted to how they sleep, and that's how they're going to want to sleep for basically like the rest of their life. And I don't want, no offense, I don't want her to sleep in the bed with me and Emily until she's like four or five, because I did that with my parents, and I have trouble sleeping now, unless I have a YouTube video on or something to let me know another person is there. I can't sleep. Even if, like, I know, like, Emily's next to me, still can't sleep without audio playing. So, I wanted to get her adjusted to sleeping in her crib. And we one night we did it, we swaddled her, put her in the crib, went out like a light. So last night I said, hey, let's do that again. Emily goes, you know she's going to wake up. And I said, yeah, but then we'll put her back to sleep. Yeah, dude, that didn't work. <laughs> that did not work because... We put her down. The blanket I usually swaddle her in was in the wash, so we couldn't use that. I lay her down, immediately starts crying. And I just try to rock her back and forth, get her to go back to sleep. That fails. Pick her up. Try to rock her. That fails. Eventually, I give up, like, after 45 minutes and put her back in the bed with us, like, okay, fine. You want the bed? Here's the bed. Sleep in the bed. Nope. Kept crying. And this kept going on and off. For a solid like three hours. It was the worst. And eventually I just go like. I I look at Emily. Because I was trying my best to keep her quiet. So she wouldn't wake Emily up. And then finally I just said. Emily help. Because I don't know what to do. And I hand the baby over to Emily. And she rocks her to sleep for like 15 minutes. 
And then she wakes up and stops, starts crying again. And then Emily's like, I gotta go to work. Peace. And I'm like, no! And I think it was around like 7 o'clock I finally managed to get the baby to go to sleep. So I ran off of fumes today, essentially. I ran off of nothing. Which is why I should have came home earlier. But instead I stayed home and worked on stuff. But to be fair, that is because... That is how I helped myself today, because it was a rough one. I was getting very frustrated with baby all day, and then I was working off of no sleep, so I was very grumpy all day, and I realized I needed to, like, meditate or do some yoga, but then I realized that's not me. Like, I I do like meditating, and I like yoga in the day, like, before I've started my day and I'm trying to rev up and get ready, but at the end of the day... If I meditate, I'm just going to fall asleep. So instead, I decided to do the closest thing I do to meditation, which is get into a flow state. I looked at myself and I said, okay, we did the JWF intro. Why don't we do the logo now? And I said, I think it was about like 1230. I said that and I said, okay, start at 1230 around like one, one, one thirty. I will, uh, I will finally give up and then go home. And then I just started making it, and then 2.30 happened. Like, finally I got done, and then I went, oh, God, it's 2.30 in the morning. I didn't plan on that. I didn't plan on that at all. So, yeah, but it, it ended up making me feel a lot better and a lot less grumpy because I got to make a beautiful piece of art, and I just went into this incredible creative space of just flowing and whatever came happened like at the very end of it I ended up accidentally hitting um it's one of the filters that photoshop has but it essentially turned it into like this black and white pen drawing and I was like oh no that's not what I want it no that uh no that is that's exactly what I want actually So, like, just all of these different things coming together to make this really awesome logo for JWF. It made me really excited for the future, and it was something that I desperately needed because, yes, it was work, but it wasn't, if that makes sense. Like, it it, it did not... Editing feels like work. Promoting feels like work. Uploading feels like work. That stuff where I get into that flow state of, like, making a cool image or writing something I'm really excited about, that does not feel like work at all, and it feels like a little mini vacation. So that is how I helped myself today, was by making myself do more work. (laughs) But it is 2.30 in the morning, I'm about to go inside and get ready for a day of no work at all. That's right, I have nothing recording scheduled, I've got nothing scheduled to do at, at work, I'm going to stay at home all day tomorrow with my baby and my wife, and it's going to be a good-ass time. And I will tell you all about it when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and guess what? Your boy did absolutely no work today, even if I wanted to. We spent a while at the office hanging out with my parents. And I still didn't do work. I thought about it. I went up to my room and sat there and I said, I could get some stuff done right now. And I decided not to. I'm very proud of myself because I never had like that weird, I need to work anxiety throughout the whole day. Spent the morning hanging out with Ripley. Then Emily came. 
Her parents came and got Ripley. Then me and Emily went out, had a fun night on the town. And by night, I mean like three hours where we were stuck at Walmart for like 45 minutes waiting for a grocery pickup. And then we spent another like 20 minutes, might have been 25 in line at Pizza Hut to get pizza and then spent time with my family. So it wasn't exactly a night on the town as much as it was just running errands. But at the same time, I got to be in a car, which you guys know is one of my favorite activities. And I guess I can talk about that a little more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm grateful for my car. I mean, I got to spend a lot of time in it today, and it's it's weird. Going from my old car, which I think was like a 2007 Pontiac uh, Grand Prix, to this new car that Emily got me, it's so awesome because now I've got like a screen that can display all of my uh, all my music on it, and it's got a touch screen for GPS and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I love the improvements of a car. I love the way it feels when I'm in my car. And, you know, just that feeling of, I'm in my car, my rules, we're going to jam to some McElroy podcasts and enjoy a great night on the town, and I love it. I I, I don't know what it is. There's a connection between me and my car, I guess because of, like, how much I have to drive it to go to Atlanta and stuff like that. But I always love getting in my car. And it's weird, like, when I have to turn in my car for a tune-up or to get something replaced or something like that, and I have to get a rental car, I'm just like... That ain't my car. This is weird. I miss it. I want my car back. I want to drive my car again. So today I'm grateful for my car. She's been very good to me since I got her, which I think was like in April. And she's been good to me this whole year. And I'm praying that, oh man, I need to name her. Maybe like Scarlet. I I think Scarlet's a good name because she's got a pretty red color. Okay, Scarlet has been good to me in 2019, and I'm hoping she'll continue to bless me for the next however many years I have her. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I already talked about it a little bit, but I had an awesome time out with Emily during a time where everything went wrong because we planned to uh, pick up groceries, go get something to drink, go get some pizza, and basically have a fun night in wrapping Christmas presents and getting everything done while her parents were watching Ripley. Here's everything that went wrong. The thing that went wrong, number one, we got to Walmart late. So like 4.45, our pickup time was at 4. Then they took a literal hour (laughs) to get us our groceries out. And then after that, I went and uh, picked up some whiskey, which ended up being something that wasn't so awesome that I did today, but I'll talk to you guys about that in a few seconds. Went to get whiskey. When I get back out, Emily goes... Yeah, we got to go back to Walmart. Why? Yeah, my parents are done with Ripley, so uh, we're going to have to meet them at Walmart. Went, spent 10 minutes in Walmart waiting on her parents only to get called and said, actually, Ripley's crying right now. Just come pick her up from our house after you go get your pizza and put your uh, put your groceries up. Didn't put the groceries up. Went to get the pizza. Line at Pizza Hut was like 30 minutes long. Took us forever to get through there. Finally went to get Ripley and then went to go hang out with my parents Fun fact, while we, (laughs) apparently today my mom decided 
to go to a local bar with a friend and just get shwasted. Beautifully, wonderfully resplendent shwasted in a way that made me go, oh, that's where I get it from. <laughs> that's, that's the side of the family I get that gene from. And so because of that, I've got my mom at the house who's shwasted on one side. I've got my dad who's upset on the other side because it is uncouth to get extremely intoxicated, especially on a random day like today. I understand. Get it. Like, I try my best not to get to that level. Not like she was bad, by the way. Not like she was falling over or anything. Just, she had one too many. (laughs) And so I try not to get to that level unless I'm, like, at Dragon Con or on a vacation or something like that. So I understand why Dad was upset. So he was upset. Mom was weird, (laughs) and meanwhile, I had a bag of whiskey, and I was like, I can't even show and tell this right now because it's going to get weird. So despite all of that being weird and all of it going wrong, it was still an absolutely fantastic time because it was just me and Emily looking at each other constantly like, what can go wrong next? Like I said, it's that Christopher Titus effect of if things go bad enough, it wraps back around to where it becomes good of just being able to laugh at it and be like, so much went wrong today. But because I was with my wife, my love, my Emily, everything was fine. Me and her listened to uh, the first episode of the new Adventure Zone arc from their element. Is it no elementary? Is their for Sherlock Holmes and a Vampire series? Um, what is it? Graduation. Listen to the first episode of Graduation. We enjoyed that. Spent a lot of time talking to each other, and it was just a really, really good time. So that is what I did today. That's awesome. Is had a wonderful day out with Emily. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And I got two things. I already teased one, so I might as well talk about it. Because it's a thing that I did that was awesome and also wasn't awesome. And I think it's a mental block at this point. Because I ended up buying a lot of whiskey. Because I knew I wanted to buy my dad some whiskey. So I pulled up on the distiller app. I've talked to you guys about it. I follow my dad and I can see his wish list. So I pulled that up. So I wanted Maker's Mark. Decided to splurge. Get him some Maker's 46. I knew I wanted some Four four Roses... um, did I get single barrel or reserve? I can't remember what I got. But it was a Four Roses brand. It's a very, very good whiskey. I knew I wanted that. I went in. Both of those ended up cheaper than I thought. So then I thought, well, I'm saving a little money. Might as well get a few extra bottles while I'm here because I'm an absolute idiot. So I ended up spending a lot of money on whiskey, like an inappropriate amount of whiskey. Mom helped me out a little bit because mom, uh, mom, when I got home was like, I I wanted to get your dad some whiskey. So here, here's some money to help counteract it. And so that did help a lot, but at the same time, spent a lot of money on whiskey. And I like having a whiskey collection. Like I like growing it and seeing all the different flavors. And other than probably, like, two bad days, I'm usually pretty lenient with it. I'm usually pretty, like, I'll only have, like, a glass or two tonight. Like, today, I had five whiskeys to sample. I only tried, like, one of them because that's all I really wanted. And so I'm getting that relationship back. I think it's still just kind of like this ingrained alcohol is bad. Alcohol is a negative thing. You shouldn't have a lot of alcohol Otherwise, you're going to be labeled drunk and a bum. I feel like I still have that in my head, and that's why I consider it a bad thing. Uh, Because at the end of the day, with how much money my mom gave me to offset it, it didn't end up costing me that much. But at the same time, my mind's like, yeah, but it's alcohol, so it's bad. 
I'm like, no, but it's this beautiful liquid that's aged over multiple years and so much goes into it. But So it's still me working on that relationship thing. Now, the other thing that I did that wasn't awesome is a little bit more of a bummer than buying a lot of whiskey. But essentially, Emily goes to work at 4 o'clock in the morning. I know that. I also know that means she's going to get tired around like 9.30 o'clock at night. But still, I was like, we, we're having such a good time. I don't want you to be tired. And she goes, no, baby, I have to go to bed. And I said, okay. And I let her go to bed and put Ripley in there with her. And I said, okay, I'm going to go record. And essentially, I assumed Ripley was going to go to sleep. Emily was going to go to sleep. And I could then go relax for a few. And so I put off coming out here to record this episode. I stayed in, watched a few episodes of Community. And... What's bad is it wasn't coming from a place of, like, I want a night to relax. I was going to use that in my head. I was going to be like, I can come on me again and say that I did this to help myself. But at the end of the day, it was me being afraid of sleep. And I know we talked about yesterday, like, the fact that I have to have a voice speaking or something playing to help me sleep because otherwise... Uh, bad things happen, and it's gotten to a point now where, and I guess this is the show to admit this on, I get afraid to close my eyes sometimes when I'm going to sleep, like really, really badly. I get afraid um, because I know how my mind works, and I know that if I'm watching a video I've seen a few times, I I already know what's going to happen, so I can put that in the back of my head, and my brain can then focus on having a freaking panic attack. And it's terrifying me now. It, it it shocks me how scary it is for me to go to sleep. And because of that, I end up having bad insomnia, where now it's midnight and I feel like it's 6 o'clock in the afternoon. It is rough. It is rough to say the least. And because of that, I ended up leaving Emily in a room with a crying baby because I didn't want to take care of Ripley because I and I ended up having a panic attack. I ended up having a panic attack in the living room just because I felt guilty. I felt guilty of the fact that I left because Ripley did not go to sleep. Ripley started crying. And so I felt guilty because I was like, I'm leaving Emily with that crying baby. I should be in there. I should be helping her out. But I, I can't be because it it was too early in my head. It was too early to go in there because I was like, I know I usually go to bed around like 2, right? So I can go in there around 12.30, maybe 12, and feel confident that I can distract myself for that two hours before my body finally just shuts down and goes to sleep. But Emily went to bed at 9.30, and I wanted to go in there and join her. But I also know I could not handle my body for five hours just sitting there in the darkness, fidgeting and just trying to find some distraction before I went to sleep. So... Yeah, that's what I did that wasn't awesome today. Sorry to bring it down, although I guess this is the show to bring it down on. And uh, so now let's cheer it back up with the thing I did to help myself today. And what I did to help myself was I conquered the beast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I conquered the hangry beast. Because when Emily's blood sugar gets low, and I think we may have talked about this before on the show, when Emily's blood sugar gets low, she turns into an absolute beast of a human being, a very furious, terrible person who, like, every small setback will send her reeling into this minefield of anger. 
and it's the worst thing on the planet. And Emily is aware it's the worst thing on the planet. Um, she kind of likes it. <laughs> and I even told her that today. I was like, I think you like the way you get when you're hangry. And she goes, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do. It's kind of like being a werewolf <laughs> and changing under the full moon. Which point I'm like, well, now I'm going to lock you in the basement anytime it happens. And so um, I could tell she was getting hangry. And what sucked about it was I could tell she was getting hangry as we were going to ABC. I had ordered pizza. I said, okay, we're going to go to the ABC store. I'm going to buy a bottle of whiskey, which ended up being a little bit more than a bottle of whiskey. And then I'm going to come out and we're going to go get pizza and you'll be fine. So I was like, okay, we're all good. It's all good. It's all settled. Then I come out, and she's like, we have to wait 10 minutes for my parents. And I'm like, oh, no, the beast ain't going to like this. It's going to be really, really bad. And it was for a few minutes. And then finally, at some point, I just, I think it was when we were in line at Pizza Hut, I just started making jokes at her, and I just started, I fought the beast head on. I I did not have a joking around playful attitude. It was me being like, yo, calm down. And it wasn't a screaming fight. It was us both. That was the moment where both of us switched. That was the moment where we both started laughing at how bad the day was. And that's when everything became okay. In fact, at that point, I don't know if it was because she knew pizza was coming. Like, she could just see it around the corner of the drive-thru. Like, there's my pizza. But she ended up feeling better. And I defeated the hangry beast. Without the use of, of of pizza, without the use of food, I defeated the hangry beast today, and I feel very, very proud of that. But never again. I'm keeping a Snickers bar on a holster at this point, and anytime she starts, she starts getting messy. I'm just gonna whip it out and be like, mm, "You need a Snickers. You you don't. You're not you when you're hungry. Take one." Also, Snickers, if you would like to sponsor me, uh, I do accept sponsorships at this point. So that is how I helped myself today. Like I said, it was a fantastic to to today was so good, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm praying that these next few days are going to be great. Because I've got a few days where I have to work, but other than that, it's Christmas time, baby. Christmas is just around the corner. I can't wait for you guys to hear the Christmas episode because Christmas usually turns out either really, really good or really, really, really bad. So you're going to have a very exciting next episode no matter what. But we still got one day left in the week, baby. We still got Saturday to go, and you guys are going to hear all about it when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a very, actually, you know what, I was going to say I had a very fast day, but I have an excuse for that, this is the shortest day of the year, apparently, this is the shortest day, so at least I have that excuse underneath my belt, is that yes, it was a fast day, but also it was because it was the shortest day, but that means every day from here on out is just going to keep longer and longer and longer, but it mostly consisted of me going to work, coming home, trying some whiskey, editing a few things, and then recording. And then I'm here, hanging out with you guys. So I guess it's just time to get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? I'm grateful for the fact that Christmas is just around the corner. And guys, I love Christmas. As bad as I've had a few Christmases recently, I still love it. Like, it's my favorite holiday of all time. It always makes me really happy 
just to get presents and to give presents and the fact that it's just around the corner and the fact that I don't have to do any more like super long work days really brings me joy. I think I've got, because I'm off tomorrow, so I've got a big fun date hopefully tomorrow. Then I've got Monday where I think I do work a little bit. And then Tuesday where I work literally like three hours. And then I get to enjoy Christmas. It is almost here and I'm super grateful for that. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And it's the fact that, I, and it's weird because it was such a fast day that at first I couldn't think of what I did that was awesome. And then I realized today I worked a mid-shift, which meant at any point of the day I was not working alone. I always had a co-worker there with me, which meant it would be splitting sales. It meant that I wasn't going to be making as much money as I need to. And I could have easily fixated on that and focused on that. And it could have ruined my day and caused my day to go by slow when I wanted it to go by fast because I was at my day job and I don't like my day job that much. So instead, I just focused and stayed in the moment. I kept talking to people and interacting with people and having a really, really good time. And it caused work to absolutely fly by. And so that's what I did that's awesome. I don't know how I did it. I, I wish I do. I wish I knew how I was able to stay in the moment all day. I guess it was because I mostly was fixating on other people. And I guess that's a really good key for life is don't focus um, a lot of your stuff internally. Like, it is important every once in a while to take that internal look. But at the end of the day, we're put on this planet to help each other and to be with each other. So focus outward. Spend some time focusing outwards throughout your day. And I did that today. It helped me stay in the moment and helped my day end up pretty daggum good. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And wow, I just looked at the uh, looked at the clock. I'm I'm blaring through these today. But what I did that wasn't awesome is something that I kind of had no choice but to do, and it was the fact that I went to work today. And I know I talked about yeah, I had a great day at work and all that. But at the same time, literally every crazy person on the planet was out today. And they were determined to make everyone working retail's life today a living hell. And it does, I mean, it makes sense. These are the people who are shopping for Christmas gifts three days before Christmas. So obviously it would make sense that they're kind of jerks. And so well, both me and my other two co-workers in my department, we had a bad time. One of my friends who works in uh, another department near me had a bad time. A bunch of bad customer interactions. And that stuff, it hurts the mental health, man. Getting torn down and getting yelled at and, and messed with by people who are able to spend more time with their family at Christmas than we are. People who don't understand that, like, oh, yeah, we're here giving up time spending it with our family. We're giving up that time to help you pick out a pair of shoes that your granddaughter's not even going to want. You know? Like, and it sucks. Like, that's the one bad thing. I mean, there's multiple bad things about working retail, but that's the biggest one is dealing with people who don't understand, like, we... We choose to be there. I mean, we choose to be there for the paycheck, but at the same time, we could have called out today. We could have easily not done this, but and people still disrespect us. And, and I don't know, man. It, it bugged me a lot just seeing all my coworkers get put in that bad place. So that was the thing that I did that wasn't awesome was I went to work and had to deal with idiots all day. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And it was the first time I think Scotty Moore ever self-imposed some self-control. Because, like I said, I sampled some whiskey. I had some three different types of Jameson that I got in, like, this 
little, um, like this little three pack I got when I was at ABC. Those were all very good, other than the IPA one, which mm, that 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 could use some work. And then I tried. I'm trying to remember everything I tried. I tried my dad's whiskey, which my dad has peanut butter whiskey, which I know doesn't sound like it would be good, but man, it was really good. And then I poured myself a uh, a four roses. Is it, I can't remember which, which four roses it is, but I poured myself a glass of that and I smelled it. And I don't know if it was because I just had like this really super sweet peanut buttery bourbon, but I smelled it and all I smelled was like oak. I smelled like the most base notes of a whiskey and nothing else. And I know for a fact that four roses is like this exquisite, fantastic bourbon that a lot of people loved. And in that moment I said... I could try this right now and have this weird kind of tainted experience, or I could pour it back in the glass and not drink it. And I chose the latter. I chose to not drink any more whiskey. And for that, I ended up not getting, like, sloppy drunk or anything. Like, I got tipsy at one point, but I never, like, crossed the line. And that made me really, really happy. Even at the end of the night, when I was getting ready to leave, I was just kind of chilling out, thinking about, you know, what I want to record for this show. Apparently, I didn't think about that much because we're only like six minutes in and I'm almost done. And I said, you know what? Let's have a, uh, let's try some Devil's River because that was another whiskey I bought. Poured myself a glass of Devil's River and smelled it and it smelled all right. And I just stared at it for a minute and said, no, nah, I'm good. And just poured the, poured the liquid back into the glass. And it's something that I, I don't know why I never realized it before. Like, you can just put it back. You don't have to keep drinking the whiskey. If you don't want to keep drinking it, just pour it back into the bottle. It's not going to mess it up. You didn't backwash into it or anything. And that's how I helped myself today was by rejecting whiskey. Like, even the IPA whiskey, and I had an IPA whiskey when we went to that distillery in Nashville, and I, I don't like it but I still drank it, you know what I mean? Like, I have very terrible self-control when it comes to stuff like that. But today I was able to impose a little bit and say, like, I know this whiskey's supposed to be really, really good, but I don't need it right now. I need to uh, I need to put the cap back on and move on because I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I think I am right now. And I think it helped me a lot. And it's going to help me respect whiskey more, respect the... You know, the taste and the age and the work. Because I like to, you know, I talk a big game. I talk about like, oh man, everything that goes into a whiskey, the aging, the barrel, all that's so important. But I, I, if you talk about it, then don't actually treat it with that or, that amount of respect. It don't really count, you know what I mean? Like, talking a big game means nothing if you can't back it up. And I, I tried to back it up today. When I said, this whiskey cannot get the respect that it deserves. And I said, then I'm not going to try it. So that is what I did today to help myself was say no to whiskey. And for now, sorry this was a very fast one, but there just wasn't a lot to talk about today. Um, but it, it was a really good day. It was just so much happened by it. It flew by so fast that it was hard to really break down into any it, itty-bitty parts for this show for you guys. So I'm going to go inside and get ready for what's going to be an absolutely amazing date tomorrow with my beautiful wife, Emily. And, oh my god, guys, we're reaching the end of the year, and we're reaching, and I think we may actually pass it during next week's episode, we're about to reach the hundredth day in a row of me recording this show, and that is buck wild to me that we've almost done this for a hundred days, that's almost a third of a year, 
and that's insane to me. So I hope you guys are celebrating it. Enjoy a glass of the good stuff if you're old enough to enjoy a glass of the good stuff. If not, have some milk. Milk's pretty good. Uh, And I'm going to end it with a toast. I don't know why I'm ending it with a toast, but if it's the end of the episode, it feels like I should do it. If you steal, may you steal a lover's heart. If you cheat, may you cheat death. And if you drink, may you drink with us. That is, of course, the Whiskey Tribe uh, toast. I don't know why I'm doing this. I think I'm just trying to fill for time. Screw it. I'll do it in the outro. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Oh, dang it. I said I was going to fill for time. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. Okay, look. I talked a lot. Also, I did not realize how damn good of a week I had, but apparently I had a very, very good week. Like, just listening back to it and seeing each episode and being like, I thought I had a really bad day that day, and then listening to the recap I give is just me being like, oh, wait, I didn't have a bad day. I didn't, I barely had, I had some bad moments, like, you know, the night where I had to stay up with Ripley until 7 a.m. That was a really bad night, and it led to some bad moments during that day. I had a anxiety attack, but at the end of the day, I ended up having a really freaking good week, and that makes me really, really excited. I am so happy that I'm able to do this show and look back on a week like that and be like, wow, it was actually an amazing week. That's that's awesome. So, of course, as always, if you want to support the show, remember you can by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS, where you get access to exclusive content like the official Me Again sister show, Me Also, where I talk more in-depth about self-help stuff and different things in my life. Uh, I think the first episode's going to drop almost on New Year's, if not a little bit before or a little bit after, and it is going to be me talking about, basically, vision boards and how I make vision boards, how my vision board for 2019 came true, and all kinds of awesome stuff, and you get to see my vision board for 2020 and all the stuff I want to come true there. So if you want access to that and to get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week, you can get it at patreon.com slash a load of BS, and of course, remember to pick up your Me Again and General BS Network work merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But of course, if you don't have the cash, we understand it's the holidays, so money's tight for everybody right now. So if you want to support, you can by just leaving us five stars on iTunes, on Podchaser, wherever you get your podcast. Just leave us a review on there. And if you've already done all of that, just tell a friend who you think is awesome, who you think needs a little bit of self-help, or tell somebody, hey, you know Scotty? Yeah, it's been a while since I've heard from him. Oh, yeah, just listen to his podcast. He tells you everything. (laughs) I'm telling you, I've had friends who are just like, no, 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 it's okay. We don't have to talk. I listen to your podcast, so we're, we're already caught up. Let's just play Nintendo Switch. Oh, man. So, recommend some friends to check out me again. And, of course, until next week, remember to send on all your thoughts, comments, and concerns to my Twitter account, at ScottyMo. That is C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And, of course, until next week, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>